Star Wars 7x7 episode 2599. Now that we have a season of The Bad Batch in the books, and you know, maybe I'm doing this a little bit too early and I'll explain why, but I'd love to talk about what The Bad Batch is actually about. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the reason why I'm saying that maybe it's a little too early to be having this conversation, at least the way that I'm thinking of having it, is because we only have one season of The Bad Batch, whereas we had seven seasons of The Clone Wars, and four seasons of Rebels, and two seasons of Star Wars Resistance, right? So yeah, it might not necessarily be fair, per se, to have a conversation about the Bad Batch like this in context, right? Comparing them to other Star Wars animated series that have come before. But I'm also not looking to knock the Bad Batch for this either. It's just the comparative and so, you know, fairness doesn't necessarily have to play into it in that fashion. So in thinking about the Clone Wars, that whole series was about exactly what it was titled, The Clone Wars, right? But it was also very much about Anakin's journey to the dark side and about paving the way. That's certainly something that had to happen. Like who we see at the end of Attack of the Clones and who we meet at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, that has to be very carefully managed as the Clone Wars series goes on so that way you feel like you have a seamless experience from Anakin at the end of one movie to the beginning of the other. Of, an, of the other. And of course, it's very much about the galactic events, right? And that kind of has to be the case too, because it's constrained by the fact that it's happening in this three-year period between movies. And so, yeah, it's very focused in that regard. Then you have Star Wars Rebels, which has the opportunity to be comparatively unfocused because yes we know what time period we're in right the galactic empire still reigns and rebels are starting to ramp up and so that does kind of create a bit of a bound for the beginning of the thing but not restrictively so i mean it's really kind of loose and so the show is ostensibly called star wars rebels about people who are fighting against the Galactic Empire, but it really is about the growth of this family of rebels and it being a found family, not necessarily a blood family. And whereas the Clone Wars had to connect a lot of dots for its main characters, for Anakin, for Padme, for Obi-Wan, for example, that didn't have to happen for rebels. They were free to create a series any way they wanted to in large part because the characters were brand new, right? These characters were invented for the series, the main characters, and we got to see a lot of growth within them as well. Then you have Star Wars Resistance, which is, you know, not very much about the Resistance, even though the First Order comes into play, and even though Kaz goes on the occasional mission for the Resistance, but yeah, it's really more about this sort of outpost in you know the middle of nowhere, this sort of Deep Space Nine-ish kind of thing to pull a Star Trek reference in. And Resistance was kind of restricted in terms of its time frame as well because it was taking place right before the events of The Force Awakens and then limited to right after the events of The Force Awakens. And because of the fact that they involved characters from the sequel trilogy in it, like Poe, like Captain Phasma, like Leia, like Kylo Ren, 
Ben and General Hux, right? They had to stay very carefully around all of those events. But this was also kind of a found family scenario situation, especially with the drama surrounding Tamra Vora and her defection to the First Order and her subsequent defection back to the Resistance, or at least her departure from the First Order. And then you have the Bad Batch. And the Bad Batch is certainly playing on the kind of found family idea, bringing Omega into the fold in a similar fashion in the beginning as Ezra was brought into the fold of the Rebels in Star Wars Rebels. And like Rebels, they're also kind of unbound with the Bad Batch in a way, whereas Rebels had sort of a place where, you know, once they got too far into the storyline, they would start butting up against the events of Rogue One and A New Hope, and so, you know, there's only so close that they could get to that. In a similar fashion, with the Bad Batch, they're starting from that ground zero place of the transition from Republic to Galactic Empire, but everything after that is kind of wide open for them. As far as current canon storytelling, I believe really one of the only stories is that second series of Darth Vader that's been told that takes place immediately after the events of Revenge of the Sith. There's, you know, maybe a couple other things here and there, but really not a lot. And it is a big, wide galaxy after all, so there's a lot of opportunity for the storytelling to expand. And that's the thing that I hope, I think, I see for Season 2, because so far, we're not seeing necessarily a lot of growth out of the Bad Batch members themselves. Basically, this whole season for Hunter and Wrecker and Tech and Echo has been oh, now it's an empire, how do we survive? And the answer is we become mercenaries and we got our chips out. And that's pretty much it. And they're taking care of a kid, but they're not necessarily saying, okay, we've got to go someplace and settle down because we've got to help this kid grow into a functioning adult who can take care of herself and maybe she's not going to want to be with this band of mercenaries for the rest of her life. I mean, yeah, the first season really doesn't give the opportunity for that kind of thought because everything is on the run, everything is figuring out how to survive in this space, and so it doesn't necessarily allow for big character growth arcs in that regard. And then there's the matter of anyone who wants to fight against the Empire. Certainly our heroes are not interested in fighting for the Empire by any stretch of the imagination, but they're also not particularly interested in fighting against the Empire unless they absolutely have to. I mean, they've already been introduced to scenarios where other people are fighting against the Empire, where they could have decided, yeah, maybe this is where we really need to throw our lot in between the Martez sisters, and then Rex, and then the Sindulas, and also meeting Cut Laquan, and um, Gregor, who is defecting, right? Like, there have been ample opportunities and situations put in front of the Bad Batch for them to consider the possibility that, hey, instead of just being mercenaries, or instead of just being on our own, we could actually become part of something larger again and fight back against this empire and so far that doesn't seem to be the case and we haven't even gotten that indication even after the events of the season finale when the empire just burned Kamino to the sea. So hopefully at least as far as I'm concerned and I would love to hear your thoughts about this too, hopefully there is growth ahead for the Bad Batch. Hopefully there is some sort of reevaluation of what they're doing and their place in the galaxy that's 
coming. And heck, maybe Omega is going to help lead this. I mean, after all, she is older <laughs> than the members of the Bad Batch, technically speaking, as we find out in this final episode. But I'd love to know how much older and with the acceleration stuff and all that. But <laughs> yeah, that's probably another thing to pursue elsewhere. So there you go. That is a look at the Bad Batch and what it's really about compared to what we've seen in other animated series and where things could possibly go from here. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.